Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode. I'm just going to talk to you today. No guest. I just feel very compelled and very called to just speak some of the things that I've spoken about, but not in probably as much detail as I've wanted to, because I've been concerned about pushing buttons, creating more division, and quite honestly, losing you as a listener. Now, as you know, every Saturday I have an episode like this where either I come on and talk to you or I bring on an expert. And every Wednesday I coach someone live on the air and you get to listen to vulnerability and courage and you get to listen to me work with that person and hopefully you get to learn a lot. And I hope that you continue to come back and listen, especially to those coaching episodes. So you continue to learn, you continue to grow, you continue to see that you're not alone. One of the things that I am very intentional about holding space for on this show is truth. I want people that come on to receive coaching to feel like whatever they say, they're not going to be judged. And I'm really just going to listen and seek to find the truth. And you've heard many, many times where someone calls in and they think their issue is about X, Y, Z. (laughs) And then after digging for the truth and wanting to seek the truth and being curious, rather than just taking what they say at face value and coaching directly on that, you hear that that's often where we find the breakthrough. And that's my request as you listen today, is that as I share some of the things I'm about to share, and none of it's going to be these major things, I'm really going to be asking you to think for yourself, but as I share them, watch your first reaction. See if you go into judgment. See if you go into an emotional reaction. And instead, can you just go, hmm, and be curious and be open-minded. Yesterday, we're here in Glacier National Park because with everything that's going on in the world, nature is the one thing that gives me solace because quite honestly, I'm going to be real honest here, I've lost some faith in humanity. I love humans. I love you. (laughs) And I believe in us. I believe in the light. I believe in good. And I truly feel at this time in the world, we're in a battle between good and evil. And the uh, evil seems to be (laughs) being exposed at an even bigger level, which I think is a really good thing. But I'm sure like a lot of you as an empath and as someone who feels deeply, it can be overwhelming at times. However, we can't let our overwhelm or it being too much stop us from seeking the truth and acting from that truth because Lightworkers, those of you who've done your work, those of you who believe in good, believe in the human spirit, believe in equality and justice for all, believe in a degree of law and order, believe in freedom, freedom of choice, freedom to do what we want to do with our bodies, the freedom to say yes or no on what goes in our bodies, and the freedom to fight for those who don't have a voice. If you believe in all of those things, then you can't be asleep. You can't put your head in the sand and you can't just escape. And I know so many of you are dealing with your own, for lack of a better word, shit, 
being laid off, having to homeschool your kids, dealing with maybe you've been impacted by the virus physically and you've gotten sick, dealing with the fear of that, just dealing with all the stuff that's happening. And I know that when we're in our own stuff, it's often hard to fight the bigger fight. But that's why since March, I've been imploring you, encouraging you, do your work, do your inner child work, because I felt this coming. I felt that there'd be a time where we'd all be called to step the fuck up. Sorry if the word fuck offends you, but that's the energy we need. We need to step up and wake up and not allow a lot of what's happening to happen. And I'm going to dig into it a little more in a second, but first I just, I want to call you forward. And if you're still kind of immersed in your own stuff, get help, get resources because you're needed. You're really, really needed. And we've got to look beyond our own problems, our own challenges and see the bigger picture here because I feel that humanity is at a turning point. And I'm not saying this to scare anyone. I'm saying this to wake you up. And if we don't start speaking up and waking up and making some major choices about some things, then our country and our world is going to look a lot different. So I got a little sidetracked. I was about to tell you a story. Yesterday we were hiking and we're in Glacier National Park, like I said, where there are bears, even grizzlies. And I have been really scared to hike. One of the things that I have been really encouraging, even pushing myself to do is do things that feel challenging because I think with all this COVID paranoia, yes, paranoia, that has infiltrated our homes and our lives where it's, we're scared of people and we have to wear a mask and we have to stay home. We can't travel and we can't do this and we can't gather in groups and all the fear, everybody's gotten way too safe and way too complacent. And you know, you're, you can't be called to fight a battle for good if we're all scared and not challenged. So I like to challenge myself during this time. And for me, getting out of my comfort zone and being in nature where there's no control has helped strengthen that muscle inside of me. So yesterday we're hiking, just Steph and I, on a very unpopulated trail. And I was in front. He's usually in front, but he hikes so much faster than me that sometimes he goes behind me so I can set the pace. And we were having kind of a tense discussion. And so we were quiet for a while after that. And I turned a corner and there, five feet in front of me, he wasn't socially distancing, was a black bear looking right at me. And since we turned the corner and Steph was behind me, I saw it before he did. And I go, bear, bear. And I could feel my body just go into that fight, flight, or freeze. And luckily, I kind of, I knew what to do. I got behind Steph. I got my bear spray out just in case. And, you know, black bears generally aren't dangerous, but when you come face to face with one, <laughs> it... It, it can rattle your feathers a little bit. 
So he got in front of me and just started talking to the bear very gently. And we both started talking to the bear. It's okay. Like we're human. We're not here to hurt you. And bears are curious. And I think a lot of times that can be misinterpreted for they're going to get you, but they're, they're curious. He was kind of checking us out, looking, and then just went on his way. And I could feel myself shaking afterwards. And, but it was also very magical. And so like many of my fellow listeners who are esoteric into spiritual development, maybe have a few Oracle decks, love your astrology. I Googled when, once we got back and had service, animal messenger, black bear, you know, what's the spiritual meaning of the black bear? And it's basically about courage and leadership. And this black bear wasn't just a message for me. It was a message for you as well. We are all being called forward to a new level of courage and a new level of leadership. And I have been very frustrated with the lack of leadership that we've seen during this time from everything from the government to healthcare leaders, to celebrities, to even the big name spiritual teachers and personal growth celebrities, whatever that means. And I I really haven't found too many people that I'm like, wow, I can stand behind you. Like you're an amazing leader. You're speaking truth. You're leading us through this. Instead, what I see is a lot of division, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of you're right, you're wrong. This is our belief. If you don't believe this, you're stupid. If you do believe this, you're a conspiracy theorist. If you're not on this side, then you're, you're this, you're that. It's so much division which is exactly what they, that powers that be, that want to control us, want. So as I was thinking about who are the leaders, what came to me is all of us. I feel we have outgrown the model of there is a leader that we all follow. We've outgrown the guru model. We are stepping into a time where we are our own guru. I encourage you repeatedly, everything I say is a buffet. You only take what resonates with you. I want you to be your own guru, not put anyone on a pedestal, not think that anyone knows better for you than you and know that you are a leader. You are a leader. You're a leader of your own life. You're a leader of the people that you impact. You're a leader of your community. And we are all being called forward to be leaders and we have to do it together We cannot wait for government or some politician or some, I don't even know who, to come and save us. And I feel like that's the place so many people are in right now, just wearing their masks, staying home, stopping their life, waiting for the government to tell them it's okay or waiting for a vaccine. And, oh, we'll get to vaccines in a moment. And just just hear me out, please. I know I'm probably already pushing some buttons, but just... Hear me out because I really am going to keep encouraging you to come back to your truth, to use critical thinking, okay? Critical thinking is different than emotional-based thinking. And right now, too many people are in emotional-based thinking and reaction versus critical thinking. You've heard me say on the show, one of my favorite quotes, and I'm paraphrasing it, is from Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, is in between stimulus and response, there is a choice. And in that choice lies our freedom. And right now, 
we're forgetting about that choice. We're forgetting about the place in between stimulus and response. We're being way too reactive to things. We're not stopping and thinking and being curious like the bear. Like the bear, he stopped. He was curious. Hmm, these people look like huckleberries? Not really. Are they a threat? Not really. So I'm going to move on. I want you to be curious and critically think, not let your emotions get the best of you right now. One of the ways that I can do this is because I do so much emotional release. (laughs) And that's why I'm such an advocate and a teacher of emotional release work. When you do regular emotional release work through the temper tantrum technique, through release writing, even through deeper meditations where you're, you're moving energy and shifting into a different vibration, you naturally are less reactive because you aren't charged. Now I know I may even sound charged when I'm speaking to you today, but I'm passionate and that's different. That's different than being emotionally reactive. And I'm passionate about all the things that I'm talking to you about because I've done a lot of research and a lot of critical thinking and a lot of meditation as well. My friend Danielle Laporte posted something the other day and she said, we've got to blend esoteric thinking and critical thinking together here right now at this time. We've got to bring, blend, you know, spirituality and and activism at this time. And we're all activists in our own way, which is why we all need to be leaders right now. And you can't be a leader if you're just blindly following other people. You got to do your own research. So there's a couple of resources that I'm going to name very, very few of them, because again, I want you to do your own research that I'd love you to listen to or watch and just take it in and be curious and go, hmm, does this feel true to me? Is there some truth to this? Even if you don't agree with all of it or not all of it feels true, is there some truth to it? So let's first talk about COVID. And let me back up and say, do I personally agree with everything that's shared in the resources that I'm sharing with you? It doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. And I want to expose you to some things that mainstream media is not sharing so that, because with critical thinking, part of critical thinking is looking at everything, not just the limited perspective that mainstream media gives us. So first thing I want to bring your awareness to is an interview that Brian Rose did. He has a podcast called London Real with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. She's been on a couple times. I encourage you to listen to the most recent one. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It has a title like why masks don't work or aren't effective, but the interview is about way more than masks. In fact, they don't talk about masks until later in the interview. And I want you to, again, listen to it with an open mind, learn more about big pharma, learn more about what this virus really is, how they're testing for it, how they are naming something a confirmed case and be curious and use your critical thinking. And I implore you not to write everything off as a conspiracy theory because when there's enough truth to something, is it a conspiracy theory or does it just go against the mainstream narrative? So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. 
The other thing I'd like to draw your attention to is a YouTube video from Christina Hildebrandt, who runs an organization called Voice for Choice, which is all about giving informed choice and transparency about what goes in your body regarding vaccines. Now, this is not an anti-vaxxer, so we need to be really careful with that term. Just because someone wants a choice and wants to know about what's in a vaccine and what goes in your body doesn't make them an anti-vaxxer. It makes them, (laughs) I want to know what's going in my body. And just an FYI, maybe some of you know this, maybe some of you don't. Do you know that vaccine companies have zero liability? There's a bill that passed uh, many years ago. I can't remember exactly when. Christina goes into it in her YouTube video, and I will link that as well in the show notes, that releases vaccine companies from any, any liability. So if a vaccine causes any damage to people, the vaccine company is off the hook. Zero liability. Big Pharma is very, very heavily invested in keeping us sick. That is not a conspiracy theory, everybody. We are way, way, way too reliant on pharma. And as someone who quite honestly has been injured by medicine between antidepressants I was put on, hormones I was put on, Accutane I was put on, I'm still, I'm still working to get, it's much better, but my HPA access, thyroid, pituitary, liver, 20 years later, I'm working still to get that all rewired up. I know that so many doctors have good hearts and there's so much incredibleness to Western medicine, but often it is given without enough education and awareness. And so I encourage you to watch the video. Now it has a kind of scary clickbait title, like mandatory vaccines are coming December, 2020. And I understand those kind of titles can be scary and can be frustrating because, you know, why, why give scary clickbait titles? And I also get it because if we're working to wake people up, (laughs) we can't have a title like, please watch this video about how vaccines are brought to market. People don't watch that. It's, it's, if we give something a title that gets people's attention, maybe they'll watch it and maybe more information will be spread. So don't let the title dissuade you too much. Watch the whole video. It's, I think, between 20 and 30 minutes long. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of data about how vaccines are brought to market and especially the dangers of rushing this COVID vaccine. And let me just say, I'm not denying COVID exists. I am not downplaying people that have been sick, people that have died, and the difficulties that it's caused. And the side effects of the quarantining and the masks and keeping people apart, from my opinion, and this is just my opinion, has caused way more harm than good. And I'm very concerned about how they're just putting people into so much compliance right now, so much compliance. And this isn't really what we should be rallying together about. There are much, much, much bigger issues at hand for us to focus on. 
The biggest issue, and I spoke about this in last Wednesday's podcast, if you missed that, please go back and listen, is human trafficking and child sex trafficking. This is the issue, in my opinion, that is the most evil. And we're very distracted right now with COVID, with it being an election year. And P.S., let me just sidestep for a moment. When it comes to voting, please, again, use critical thinking. Don't just support a candidate because emotionally they make you feel good. We have to critically think when it comes to our politicians. Now, am I excited about either candidate? No. No. I'm not. <laughs> I don't think too many people are. And this, is, this goes back to why we, the people, need to step up and be leaders and have politicians answer to us rather than the other way around and not make decisions regarding who we vote for based on emotions or based on demographics or gender or any of those things, but really diving deep into someone's politics. Not as much their personal life. Personal life absolutely influences the integrity of a candidate, but I think the media spends more time on personal lives and not enough time on politics and what people actually support and what they vote for and where their campaign funding comes from and all of those kinds of things. Anyway, let's shift back. Let's shift back to this issue, this pandemic of human trafficking and child sex trafficking and even worse stuff than that. It is not a conspiracy theory, people. It's not. And if you think it is, please wake up. This has been going on for so, 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 so many years, but it's gotten worse with technology and with COVID because more kids are home. They're not protected by school. Child abuse has gone up. Parents are desperate. And so many of these kids are trafficked right from their home. Parents actually often are part of it. So this is something that we can come together on. What I saw happen with the Black Lives Matter movement, I had a big expectation hangover. I really felt like, oh my gosh, we're, we're coming together. We're going to make some progress here around racial injustice and division. And honestly, it just seemed like it created more division. And everybody was all talking about it in June. And now it seems like it's, it's forgotten. Not everywhere, but in a lot of places. And that's, <laughs> that's what I mean about how emotional reactions don't create systemic change. We need to have unity. We need to come together. We need to have common things that we're fighting. And unfortunately, with most issues, there's this side and there's that side. And if you're over here, you hate the other side. And if you're over here, you hate the other side. And it's us versus them instead of us with us. So from my perspective, this pandemic, this evilness of human trafficking and child sex, sex trafficking that is a $150 billion a year industry is where we can come 
together. These children don't have a voice. And it's often something that law enforcement is not at the top of their list because it's a covert operation. It's not like an overt, someone got robbed or someone got murdered. You have to go and dig for it. So I'm going to give you two resources here. There's an Instagram IGTV video that was posted on someone else's site. I'll put the link up again in the show notes. It's a gentleman who is a film director. His name is John Paul Rice. I think it's a 38 minute video. Very, very worth watching. I hope it'll still be up by the time I put this up. I encourage you to watch that. And if you can find his film, A Child's Voice, which has been taken down in a lot of places, I encourage you to watch that as well. Another resource that I really love is Our Rescue. It's just about rescuing these children. It's not political. It's not Pizzagate-ish. It's just, let's save the kids. And that's where we need to get to. Not trying to, you know, go down the Pizzagate underground tunnels, who's involved, which celebrities, that kind of thinking um, gets us off track. We just need to focus on how do we save these kids? How do we stop this? And how do we get the truth exposed? That's been one of my biggest prayers for humanity right now is that the truth, the real truth, as dark and as yucky and as hard to handle as it is, comes up. And I think part of the reason that it hasn't is because we don't want it. We're like, no, 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 no. You know, when kids don't want to hear or see something, they close their eyes and plug their ears and no, 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 no. I feel like we as a society are doing that way too much. We're not ready in a lot of ways to handle and, and know what's really going on. And back to COVID for a moment, why were all the videos of the frontline doctors who were treating COVID patients with hydrochloroquine and zinc and something else, I can't remember, why have all those videos been taken down? Why are so many people that are speaking up about the treatment and the cures for COVID and wanting to help people and expose the truth, why is all that being taken down? Yet there's still on Instagram pages of pedophiles posting pictures, then that's okay. (laughs) I mean, there's somebody on Twitter right now using all my pictures to basically pose as a sugar mama and coerce money out of young men. And I've emailed Twitter. Many of you have emailed Twitter. That doesn't get taken down. But people that are speaking up about child pedophilia, human trafficking, cures for COVID so a vaccine isn't necessary and so that we can bring children back to school and people back to work and people don't have to die alone in the hospital or have a scary medical procedure without a loved one there or can't see their loved ones. I mean, come on. Why is all that being censored? So again, I'm asking you, think, question, what is the truth? What narrative are you believing? And what does believing that narrative do for you? Does believing that wearing masks and staying inside keep you safe? What does that do for you? And what are the payoffs and costs of that? I'm just using that mask thing as one example, but you can take that with anything that you're doing in your life. You hear me coach people a lot on 
they have a behavior and I say, well, what's the payoff and what's the cost? And that's an exercise you can do on your own. Write down some of your, your major beliefs about everything that's going on in the world right now and even in your own life and challenge them and ask, what's the payoff and what's the cost? And look to yourself for leadership. Please don't give away your power to the media, to me, to your spouse, your parents, your friends. You know, that's the other thing I'm seeing is that a lot of friendships for people have been dissolving because there's so much division. You know, you believe this about COVID and you believe that, so you're not friends anymore. You, you support Biden, you support Trump, so you can't have dinner anymore. It's just the division. The division breaks my heart. It really, really does. So once again, I implore you, I invite you, I call you forward into your own leadership and into unity. What are the things that we can all agree on? I believe something we can all agree on is we have got to stop human trafficking and child sex trafficking. It is evil. It is disgusting. It is wrong. And because there's money in it, just like there's so much money in vaccines, so much money in vaccines, it, can, it goes on. You know, I had, I've heard from many people that I respect, if you want to find the truth, follow the money. And unfortunately, often that's true. And so we can get angry about it. We can get divided about it. We can judge each other for it. Or we can go, what is an issue that we can all agree on? What is something we can all fight for together? And to me, human rights, that's it. And that that goes into racial equality as well. You know, if we can really expose and, and bring a stop to this awful human trafficking, we come together and it, it, it shifts us back into humanity in a more loving and powerful way. We have in so many ways lost touch with being human. And to me, that's, that's part of the undercurrents of racism. And I think the most helpful thing that I've put out on racism and racial divide is the interview I did with April Harder. Go back and listen to that. It's called Racism Recovery. It's a two-hour episode, but worth a listen. And she really goes into, you know, we've got to heal ourselves in order to heal racism. And goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. I've, I've encouraged you since March, work on your stuff because you are going to be needed to be a leader and for us to come together. And really, we're in, bottom line, we're in a human rights fight. That includes everything from sex trafficking to racism to our health rights. Do you want a mandatory vaccine? I don't. I don't want someone to tell me what's going to be put in my body, something that hasn't really been tested, something that has a lot of other chemicals in it when I've spent 20 years trying to detox myself. <laughs> no, I don't want to be told that I can't travel. If I don't have it, I can't get a driver's license. And yeah, this is what it could come to. And again, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but if I had told you, if I had told you, eight months ago that you wouldn't travel, you had to wear a mask everywhere you went, you couldn't see certain friends and family, businesses would be shut down, you may be out of work, you'd be homeschooling your kids, 
Would you believe that? Think about that. So again, use your critical thinking to watch where this thing is going and know that. And I want to give you some reassurance here. (laughs) Know that this is all, all happening for the higher good. We have a massive, massive invitation and opportunity to wake up, come together, lead through community, lead through common cause and change or better said, break down some systems that are corrupt, evil, and put humanity at risk. And so I want you to know that you do have power. You do have autonomy. You are a sovereign being and you matter. Your voice matters. Your prayers matter. Your action matters. Your beliefs matter. I don't want you to go into fear. I know I can't control that, but my mama bear comes out towards all of you. I really want you to come into true love and also into that mama or papa bear inside of you. It's okay to get a little pissed off and angry at everything that's going on in the world. In fact, I think it's quite necessary. We need a mix of that warrior and the, the monk, you know, the warrior that can go into the battle for good and, and the monk inside of each of us that can connect with the divine and can see the love and the light through the darkness. I believe love heals all. I believe that light is more powerful than darkness. I believe that humans are inherently good. We just get led astray. And I believe that there is some, for lack of a better word, evil out there. And the good news is we're seeing it. It's not in the shadows anymore. And just like you hear on every coaching episode of this show, when someone exposes their own shadow, their own darkness, when they share about something that is hard to share about or a painful time in their life or a memory that's come forward, good comes from it because it's no longer in the shadows. It's no longer in the dark. And in order to heal and to grow, that darkness has to be exposed. So I believe that this is, even though it's a hard time and it's a intense time, it's a pivotal time in humanity and we are lucky to be alive at this time. And we chose to be here. You chose to be here at this time. So in those times when you feel disempowered and you feel overwhelmed and you feel like, when is this year going to be over? (laughs) Believe me, the the calendar year coming to an end isn't going to magically shift anything. When you go into those moments, I just want you to remind yourself you chose to be here. You chose to be here. Why? Just to sit back and let whatever happened happen and give your power away? Or to lead with love, with truth, with awareness, and with a deep conviction that we can do better as humans, with a deep conviction that we can fight evil with good, with a deep conviction that it is possible for us collectively to end something 
as awful and as widespread as human trafficking and child abuse and child sex trafficking. Like I want you to have that conviction. You are powerful. You are more powerful than you know. And if more and more of us tap into that power and that light and that love through our inner work and our outer work, then collectively the vibration starts to change and things start start to shift. But if we fall more back asleep and we believe whatever the powers that be in mainstream media tell us, then, well, I don't even want to go down that road. I want to stay focused on what's possible and what I believe you are here for. And if you're listening, if you made it this far in the show (laughs) and you listen to this podcast and you resonate with anything I've ever said or done, you definitely are here to make a difference. You are a light worker. You are part of humanity who is waking up and who's willing to see the dark, to see the evil, to combine that esoteric thinking with your critical thinking and take your power back. So you can lead yourself, you can lead your family, you can lead others. You are the leader that we've all been waiting for. So step up, step up. I'm curious to hear from you. If this resonates with you, if you have questions for me, you can DM me on Instagram. If you feel this is helpful information and you want to pass it on, please share it. I'm not really opening the conversation for debates. If you disagreed with anything I said, that's cool. But I believe people debating over their opinion is a waste of energy. If you disagreed with something I said, that's fine. That's fine. You and I don't need to debate about it. You just focus on how you want to be a light the change you want to make, the difference you want to make, and I'll stay in my lane. That's cool. But what can we agree on? Where can we come together? Too much energy wasted on debating and right, wrong. I'm open to discussions. I'm open to questions, but I really don't want you (laughs) to waste your energy debating me. You have better things to do. You really do. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and taking this in and for just for being you and being part of this community. I love you. I'm sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.